want to see, you want to shift atmospheres, then maybe you need to open up your mouth and let the devil know that you're here and you're not going anywhere. You're not going to move. You're not going to shift. You're not going to go away. You're not going to be silent. You know that there is power in your voice and you know there's power in prayer. And the effective prayer, I didn't make it up, means energy, energetic. In the book of James, in chapter 5, there's something that is called the effectual prayer, the, the effectual fervent prayer. It's called the prayer of faith. Amen? The prayer of faith. I want to talk to you about effectual prayer that gets results. So James 5 and 16, in the King James Version, it says, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Say it over yourself. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now, in the New King James, it says effective. Say effective. effective. Okay, James 5 and, and uh, 16. So we have verses uh, 15 and 16. We put on 16. There we go. Okay, so there it is. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. There is an effective way to pray that creates results. How many of you guys want to create results when you pray? You don't just want to pray to pray, but you want to create results when you pray. There are, you know, there are different kinds of prayer. There are different types of prayer, right? Contemplative prayer, meditative prayer, right? Supplication. There's all kinds of asking, right? Proclaiming, professing, you know, there's different ways of praying, right? But in James, and it's all good and it's all necessary, it's all needed, it all, ha it all has a time and place. But today I want to talk to you about this effective prayer. What's effective prayer? How does my prayer become effective and fervent and create change? So it's called the prayer of faith, and I want to first read to you both 15 and 16. It says, and the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Then it says, confess your trespasses or your sins one to another, and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So, effective, I thought I would look it up. And in the Greek, the word effective means energy. Say energy. New age has nothing on us. It's not a new age word. We're claiming it back because it always belonged to us in the first place. Effectual means energy in Greek, in the Greek. It means fiery. Ooh, did we not have some fiery prayer? It means energetic. It means earnest. It means Fervency, to have a fervency, and, and it means to release results. Whoa. It means to release results. Wow. So the effectual fervent prayer 
is prayer that is earnest, it's fervent, it's energetic, and it releases results. It's energetic. When I hear energetic, I hear loud. When I hear energetic, I hear barriers that are being broken because there's a sound that goes forth that says, Oh, no, you don't, devil. No, no, no. What part of no don't you understand? Right? What part of no do you not understand, devil? You, when you raise your voice, okay, let me, I already prefaced it, people. There are different types of prayer. I already prefaced it, prefaced it for those that feel like, wait, I like the meditative kind of prayer. It's all good and it's all necessary. It's all needed. But I want to teach you about this effective prayer because some of you are not receiving the type of results because you're, you're continually, to, you, you're insisting to stay on a certain type of prayer when God says, I want you to raise your voice. I want you to shout out to the north, south, east, and west. I want you to open your mouth, and I want you to make those declarations, and I want you to make it loud and strong. There is a sound that breaks the barriers, and if you're going to sit there and be shy and be bashful and not want to be, and not want to look or sound crazy, well, then you know what? You have missed it. Effectual. It means energetic. It means to have energy. It means to release the results. I can release results through faith. Say it's through faith. Through faith and by the leading of the Holy Spirit. See, when God articulates your prayer, then God is also going to give you his creative increase and his creative results, right? When God, when he articulates your prayer, right? So when you pray the prayer of faith, you have to know, Spirit of the living God, I thank you. Fill my mouth, I thank you. Oh, I open my mouth, but you're going to let that sound be loud. You're going to let that sound be strong. Do you really think that God just wants your silent cries? Silent cries are good, but there's a time and place for you to release the sound. It's a war cry. It is a, you can't always pray this way everywhere you go. Like if you're in the grocery store and you decide, as you're just about ready to grab the cereal, to say, Hallelujah. Like people might kind of like go, somebody needs help over here. I think we're going to bring them into the insane asylum. Like there's not always, a, you can't always pray that way. Sometimes even at your own house, you can't always pray like that. Sometimes you can't even pray like that for various reasons. Sometimes you don't feel the freedom. But you can get in your car. You can roll up those windows and you can pray. And let me tell you, it's important that you do. You can come here and you can make sure that your prayers are loud, that your prayers are sounding the alarm. Some of you are not getting results because you insist on praying quietly. When that situation required, hear me now, it required the effectual fervent prayer. Yeah, that's the key word. Some of you are not getting the results because that scenario required effectual, fervent prayer. You guys have seen when I pray for some people, I wouldn't just use an example because it makes sense and it'll fit and it'll help somebody understand. You guys have seen when I pray for certain people because the Lord has to be leading your prayers. When the Lord, he will tell me, what to say. Sometimes it comes out very soft, very quiet. It's done. Other times, uh, it's like I can see like an x-ray that needs to go down throughout their whole body. But the x-ray is my voice. 
loud. And you'll see me going, hey! So you see the x-ray just go right through their body. But it's the sound, you guys. It's the sound. What am I? Hey. Just say, hey, it is by the Spirit of God, Church of God. The sound that is going to be released out of you may not be the same exact sound that's being released out of me, but it's going to be a sound. And it's going to be the sound that the Lord directs you to speak. Because certain types of situations require your voice to be louder than them. It requires consistency and it requires a bold, tenacious faith. If you're embarrassed about sounding too loud, then you've got the wrong mentality. You've got the enemy. The enemy's telling you that. You should just be embarrassed. Oh, don't be so radical. Well, you know what? If you want to have some good results, if you want to see those come out of the grave, and I mean like, you know, yes, literally, but even spiritually, if you, if you want to see, you want to shift atmospheres, then maybe you need to open up your mouth and let the devil know that you're here and you're not going anywhere. You're not going to move. You're not going to shift. You're not going to go away. You're not going to be silent. You know that there is power in your voice and you know there's power in prayer. And the effective prayer, I didn't make it up, means energy, energetic, to be energetic, to have that volume and to create change. Wow. Hallelujah. I, to me, to me, I'm going to make sure that my life is going to create that change. Amen. So prayer needs to be effective. Say, I, I'm going to change when God tells me to change. And as he tells me, I'm not going to be afraid to lift my voice. I'm not going to be afraid to open my mouth. Now that's in prayer. I just read to you in James 5, 16. The Greek for effectual means energetic. It means to release that sound, to have that creative flow that comes out of your mouth. But it's not just in prayer. I want to show you that the same, the same word is used here. The same word is used. This is um, 1 Thessalonians 2, 13. It says, for this reason... We also thank God without ceasing because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you welcomed it, not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe that word, which is the word of God will effectively, energetically causing change, start to work in you who believe it's the same root word, that same word effectively. The word is at work on the inside of you. If you put the word on the inside of you. It's that same word, same root word. If it's not working for you, then it's not working in you. If you say, it's not working like that for me. I don't, I don't feel that fire, you know, I don't feel that. Then maybe, just maybe, you're not putting the word in you. Maybe you're not putting it in you as much as you should. Because when the word is on the inside of you, it's like rivers of living water starts to flow and bubble up through you. And that word is energetic. It's causing change to flow out of you. So what's the remedy? Get the word of God. Get the word. Get the word in you and get the word out of you. If you put the word in you, it's going to start to come out of you. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth is going to speak. 
right? It's going to naturally flow. The Bible says that the word is near you. He says it's in your mouth. It's on your heart. The word of God is near you. The Bible says that we can't please God without faith. So when you go, the word of God is near me. It is in my mouth. It's on my tongue. It's on my heart. The word of God. And only and only through faith am I going to please God. But as I walk in faith, decreeing God's truth, as I remember effectively this word is working on the inside of me, effectively to cause change. Energy, energetic, to cause change. So what happens is you go from a I'm not sure or I don't think so to an absolutely there is no no in me. It's only a big old yes. It's only a big old yes. An absolute victory. Of course my children are going to be called by the Lord. Of course my family is saved. Of course we're healed and whole. Of course. Because it's already been made for. The provision has already been made for. It's already in the atonement. So of course it's going to come to pass. It doesn't matter if you don't see it all today. It doesn't matter if it takes a little while longer than you thought. It is of course going to come to pass. God does not lie. God does not change. God is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. Somebody get some Holy Ghost fire. You know, it's only some, it's only the people that have not been baptized in the Holy Ghost that go, what is a bunch of kooks and a bunch of crazies but then eventually they get filled with the fire and then they go wow now I know what they were talking about wow now I get it I get I want more then you're always asking for more absolutely that's how it works in the kingdom so effective effective to means energetic to have that you know what happens is of course you scramble up the enemy's plans he starts to be what in the world you know he doesn't know which way you're coming which way you're going he doesn't know how to combat your your prayer and the word that you keep on speaking out because you continually consistently speak it now let's look at a prayer circle same thing prayer circle when we come and I mean like it doesn't have to be a literal circle but I want you to see it as a circle Okay. So when we come here or when you're at home and you're, and you're praying, okay, what's happening is you're releasing in the atmosphere that energetic prayer. You're releasing that word, effective, the effective word. You're releasing the effective prayer, prayer of a righteous man, the effective prayer. You're releasing it. There needs to be time in your life, whether it's in the car or every time you come here, but you're releasing that effective prayer. And what happens is this. You're in a circle like this, a, a gathering like this, and you start praying, and the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you start releasing that word, and you're praying in tongues, and your English is coming forth, the word's coming forth out of your mouth, and you're praying, and you're praying, and you're praying. Those prayers are going forth. Those prayers are going forth, and they're not returning void. They're actually going out. They're creative power. They're actually going into the atmosphere. I need you to see it for what's happening, because if you see it for what's happening, you're going to be able to effectively pray, because you've got sight. We have sight. So when you pray, the words are going forth. Pray of course according to the will of God right and by his spirit then what those words go out they go out the creative power they're out their creative power so then what happens is because we're in a gathering like this then maybe you get a little tired but then the Spirit of God falls upon somebody else and all of a sudden you see them start to either wail or you see them start to intercede and, and you see them start, you see pockets and then you'll see pockets and then you'll see pockets of people and it's like catching the fire, catching the fire. Well, what is that? What is that? But the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man that availeth much. This is how it works. This is how it works in the kingdom. This is how it works. Your prayers availeth much. Your neighbor's prayers are availeth much. But also the prayers that Jesus prays. Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father and he is praying along with the Father. Amen. They're praying along with. Those prayers don't return void. The things you have today are a byproduct of prayer that has been prayed being the yesterdays. The yesterdays of your life. 
Some of your children are walking in the things that they're walking in because of the prayers that has been prayed for in the years before. Some of your children are walking in things because you've been speaking God's word. You've been decreeing God's word and you see it. Do you just stop? No. Why? Why don't we stop? Why, why am I making such a big point on this type of prayer? Because the enemy will literally, he's counting on you to get tired. He's counting on you to get tired. He wants you to get discouraged. He wants you to feel like, well, how long do I need? I'm tired. I just want to stop. And when you stop, if you're just an isolated person, then you know what? There's an avenue for him to actually break in and break through. We don't want him to do that. But when there is corporate prayer, say when there's corporate prayer, we can do valiant things in the Lord because there's corporate, the spirit of God will start to fall upon different individuals and we're doing valiant warring with the spirit of God. We're valiantly warring. Amen? Amen. Let's turn our Bible to Romans chapter 8 and in verse 34. It says, who is the one who condemns us? No one. We don't, we don't let him, right? Jesus Christ is the one who died to pay our penalty and more than that, who was raised from the dead and who is at the right hand of God interceding with the Father for us. Say, Jesus is interceding for me. He's interceding for me with the Father. He doesn't stop. Not only am I going to see res the results of my prayers, not only am I going to see the results of all of your prayer, and the same with each one of you, you're going to see results from each other's prayer, but you're also seeing the results of the prayers that Jesus consistently prays over you. He does not stop. He tells us not to be weary in well-doing. He does not stop. And he doesn't, if he tells us not to be weary in well-doing, you know he does not get weary and he does not sleep. Right? And so, but he consistent. Jesus prays. If Jesus prays, then who are we to think we don't have to pray with a tenacity? If he said, can you not pray for an hour? Can you not pray for, and they kept falling asleep. Can you pray for an hour? And they kept on falling asleep. You know, he says, I want you to be people of prayer, not just sing it, but actually live it. Everything we have in our life is because we have a prayer life. Everything we don't have in our life is because we don't have one. Things are birthed through prayer. You're birthing. So when you literally pray the effective fervent prayer, which means some energy behind it, who cares if you're sweating? Who cares if you're tired? When you're birthing something, there ain't nothing pretty about anything except for when that baby comes forth. When that baby comes forth, everything is beautiful and everything is forgotten. But on the way there... There was nothing nice and looking pretty about it. It was pretty intense. You pushed. You screamed. You may have slapped your husband. You may have had a few words. I don't know. I didn't do that. I just know people have. <laughs> but, but it wasn't pretty. That's my point. My point is, is that you labored to produce life. Somebody get the revelation here tonight. You labored to produce life. Why is it we become Christians and we just think we have to pray our sweet little prayers, you know, bless me, Lord, 
Hey, I'm not mocking it. It's good. We need to pray all kinds of prayer. God loves the silent prayer, the meditation of your heart. But there's a time and a place for you to get up and start, start to scream at that devil. There's a time and a place where you have to get up and say, I don't think so, devil. And everything on the inside of you starts to stir. And when it stirs, what's happening? It's coming out of you. It's the Spirit of God. And it's going forth. And it's knocking down those barriers and those restrictions that were placed so that your son or your daughter was not going to get free. So that their, the darkness remained on them. Uh-uh. No. You speak it out. Testimony after testimony after testimony. Not just mine, but many of yours, as I know your stories, that we could share of God's goodness when we got up and we roared in our prayer life. When we let the loud roar come forth. So if it's just like a little situation, then you might just need a little kind of a prayer. You might just need something quiet and sweet, praise God. But sometimes it does require a whole lot more. And it's really, and it's not about you being exasperated because then you miss the whole point. I said, when the Holy Spirit articulates your prayer, you could be, and being led by the Holy Spirit is the key. Because when you're led by the Holy Spirit, you don't get tired. What happens is you get rejuvenized. It's like you're just re you just get more energy and more energy and more energy. That doesn't mean you're not sweating. Your hair is not getting all frizzy. But you are getting stronger. You're getting stronger. And not just that. Change happens. Change is happening, you know. Yeah. So it's just I, I, it's so important that we get this picture. So as long as your position in prayer is maintained, the battle is won. As long as our position, see yourself as positioned to pray the effectual fervent prayer see yourself as positioned to pray if the position is not maintained the battle is lost we're not going to lose the battle i'm not losing the battle mm, no way uh-uh i didn't come this far I, I did not give i did not give my whole life to jesus i i didn't live this long mm -mm, mm -mm, to be defeated nope nope devil's under our feet so let's turn to Exodus 17. Exodus 17. I want to prove to you about this corporate prayer, because really it's about passing the baton. Somebody will always be moved to pick up that baton and run with prayer when you're in a corporate setting. You know, in reality, to be honest with you, even when you're not, even when you're not in a corporate setting, let's just take that example again when you're in your car. You're in your car and you're warring. I'm sure many of us mothers and fathers in this room have done so. You're in the car, warring. I love the car time. I love to be quiet. I love to just be just myself or my grandchild. But then we get going. And you know what? Five years old, and she's praying just like that, right alongside me. You train them up. You train them up. They know nothing different, so you train them up. So praying in the car. Some of you pray in the car like this, like what I'm talking about. Guess what happens? Okay, it's just you praying. No, it isn't. Do you know that God's raising up intercessors all around the world? Maybe you get to your destination. Maybe you kind of fix yourself and you step on out and you're like, oh, what a nice, cute, you know, person all put together. Mmm, they know nothing. They know nothing about what just happened and they don't need to. It's none of their business. <laughs> you know, so, but God raises up spirit of intercession. 
somebody else is driving down the freeway and they start picking up the baton where you stopped because you had to, you got to your destination and they start praying. You got to know that in the kingdom, God knows who to direct to pray in this way, to keep that baton going, to keep that prayer going. And that is how we use the weapons of warfare. This is how we continue to battle. You have to know that God raises up individuals to do this very thing. So even if you're not in a corporate setting and it's just you, just because you stop, you can ask God too. raise up intercessors, Lord. Let's keep that prayer. Raise them up, Lord. Raise them up. Look at Exodus and in chapter 17 and in verse 12. Moses, his hands became heavy. We know the story. And they took a stone and they put it under him and he sat on it. And Aaron and Ur supported his hands, one on one side and one on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And Joshua defeated the Amalekites with the edge of the sword as long as somebody was lifting up their hands. As long as the arms were even when he was tired. As long as the arms were lifted up even when he was tired. He was getting tired. When you get tired, just say, you know what? I know God's going to raise up somebody else. Or call somebody. Say, tag, you're it. Tag, you're it. And they start. I am not kidding you. Do you not think that even the satanic church has a very organized way of praying against us? They do. They have a very organized way of praying against the church. The church cannot be blind in one eye and can't see it. Cannot out of the be other. not knowing what in the world is going on. You have to be able to know. Strategies of prayer is what releases the captives. And this is just one of the strategies of prayer. It's, it's powerful to be able to pray, church. We have such a gift that God has given us. And he's given us many ways of praying. Don't neglect this way. It has nothing to do with your personality, because I can already hear it. Well, you're pretty wild and crazy, it sounds like, and you're just pretty out there, and I'm not like that. I'm quiet. You know what? When you gave birth to that baby, you weren't very quiet. If your son or your daughter was in the street and a car is about ready to come and you knew what was going to happen next, you're not going to be very quiet. Don't give me this. It's my personality. It's death or life that we're talking about. Sometimes you just need to stir yourself up in the most holy faith by praying in tongues. And then when we do that, that's what happens. We get fired up. We get fired up. So in, in uh, Daniel 6, 28, he delivers and he rescues. He works signs and wonders in heaven and earth. See, we serve a God that delivers. We serve a God that rescues. We serve a God that has signs and wonders. And he says in heaven and on earth, not just in heaven, heaven and on earth. And he, he calls us as ambassadors to pray it in, to pray it in. Daniel 4, 34, you can write these down. His dominion is an everlasting dominion means it doesn't end. It's an everlasting dominion. His kingdom is from generation to generation, from generation to generation. God is able to deliver you from the fiery furnace church of God, but we will not bow down to the God of this age. We will not bow down. And prayer is your weapon to keep you strong. Prayer is your weapon for success. God is able to shut the mouths of the lions. Say it with me. God is able to shut the mouths of the lions. But we're not going to shut our voices. We're not going to shut our mouth. We're not going to quiet our voices, are we? By faith, those mountains are being moved. There's been all sorts of things that God has done through the prayers of the saints, the effectual, fervent 
prayer, which is energetic, which is creating and releasing results.